Next scheduled news at 11 o'clock over WOR, Radio 710, the talk of New York. changing times. As you know, Christmas is slowly sneaking up, approaching, right? Well, uh, Christmas has not escaped the changing times. If you think everything is traditional, well, forget it, friends. According to the uh, current uh, Sears Roebuck uh, Christmas catalog, there's a picture there, you kind of like it. It says, uh, it's a little picture of two little figures you can buy for under the tree. It says, Mr. and Ms. Klaus, all in the red full head patchwork and all made by hand to their hand-painted spectacle faces. Ms. Klaus holds an apron full of Christmas cards, nuts, fruits, and holly. uh, Mr. Klaus has a sturdy woven basket for you to fill as well. Incidentally, she's wearing a pantsuit now. So um, things must be swinging up there at the North Pole, you know? Uh, (laughs) Well, I like to see... uh, I I don't like to see people just sort of hanging in there and pretending that the state is closed. Ms. Klaus, we'd like to salute Ms. And, uh... Yeah, there she is, and uh, yeah, she's lost a lot of weight, by the way, and I notice she's dying her hair now, too. All things are happening there. You've come a long way, baby. That's good. I just thought you ought to know that, uh, that, that nothing stands still in this world, and I just like to take note of that. Uh, you know, as an artist, an artist has to uh, put down on uh, on uh, whatever it is that he works in, whether it's silly putty, and uh, incidentally, I have a friend as an artist who does work in silly putty. You remember silly putty? Oh, don't you remember her? She was a fantastic stripper. Used to work over on 43rd Street. Remember her? Well, uh, Silly <laughs> silly Putty uh, is a great medium, actually. You know, it regains its original shape no matter what you do to it. And uh, so uh, my artist friend works in Silly Putty. And uh, he makes these uh, erotic figures and all kinds of... Yeah, well, he's one of these people, you know, who believe that uh, to be erotic is to be an artist right for starts. You know, this is a whole different kind. Of course, Attila the Hun felt the same way, and there were a few others of his time that did. So would you please, uh, if you will, please, would you please give me a little salute to Ms. Klaus and Silly Putty? Everything, uh, everything's, everything's working, friends. It's going to be all right. I knew you'd like this week. Isn't this week working out good? This is one of your favorite weeks so far this year, isn't it? It's working good, yes. <laughs> Every day you pick up the paper, 1,700 more politicians in the slam. And uh, things are working. It's really starting to go. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, TV series are coming off and on with the frequency of, uh, you know, a neon sign flickering off and on in the rain in a small bar on 3rd Avenue, you know. It's flicking off. What happens is moisture gets in the windings, you know, in those transformers. Throws them shows off and on. But John John goes on, doesn't he? Yes. Of course, goodness and honesty always pays in the end, friends. Naivete and all the rest of it. Come on, bring it up there. You ever had the feeling that you're covered with sesame seeds, friends? Yeah. Right, they're going to put a little oleo on you. 
You notice one of the uh, oleo companies is now advertising itself as it, uh, it tastes like butter, you know, it says butter. You know, you heard that one? They keep saying butter, and the other one says oleo, butter, butter. You know, uh, you know. That's like if you open the hood of your, your, your new Ford Galaxy and little voice says, Rolls Royce. And you say, oh, come on, uh, it's a Ford. Rolls Royce. And uh, you say, oh, it's a Ford. Rolls Royce. Yeah, you like my singing, don't you? Well, if you think you love that, where do you hear this commercial? I sing this one like a bird, friends. Yeah, sing it out all together now, gang. You know the tone, of course. Sing it out, stand up. That's someday it. You'll someday you'll own. Someday you'll own. Oh, sooner or later you'll own generals. Yes, yes. Well, uh, whether you drive a sports car, a sedan, a compact, a limousine, General Tire has the tires you need at prices even old, tired, sad, broke you. Uh, choose from steel-belted tires, glass-belted original equipment tires, wide, raised, white-letter tires with your name written. Oh, it's just beautiful. Quality assures you dependability. General Tire, drop around the headquarters in Plainfield, New Jersey, your General Tire Specialist. He's at uh, 815 West Front Street. Stop in and ask for Big Herb. General. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sooner or later, you'll own Generals. Sooner or later. Well, now finally we're getting down to reality. Here's a commercial for uh, for eyeglasses. If you've uh, having lately been having trouble understanding your world, maybe it's because you're totally out of focus. Eyesight, friends. <laughs> it helps us find our way through life. It's one of the most precious things we have and often the most neglected. Don't take your sight for granted. Keep an eye on your children's eyes. Children are often unaware. Did you see this guy looking at his kid? Kid says, what are you looking at? He says, I'm looking at your eyes. I'm going to want to keep sure that you don't develop a third one there in between. At Hillman Cohan Vision Center, friends, you can be sure of getting a full and comprehensive eye examination. You should have one at least once a year. They insist on a glaucoma, glaucoma test if you're over 35. They use only the finest quality lenses and offer a wide choice of quality frames and a complete choice of contact lenses, including the superb Bausch & Lomb polymachrome. Palamacan, Palamacan soft lens. Equally important, every Hillman Cohan Vision Center has its own in-store lab to provide complete service and reliable and efficient service. For a complete eye examination, visit uh, Hillman Cohan Vision Center in Comac on Jericho Turnpike next to Otten Pontiac. Open daily, 10 to 9, Saturdays until 5. If you're having trouble in there reading those those uh, priceless and those... Uh, you know, the price tags at Ott and Pontiac. You just stagger next door and they'll put on a pair of glasses. You go back and by George, you'll see it for clear. <laughs> then you'll really rock. Oh, and you know, I, there's been a theory, though, that, that the best artists around are artists who, from the very beginning of their life, have had eye problems. That's the truth. Did you know that, 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 there, that there is a feeling uh, among many people that some of the earliest impressionists, you know, back around the turn of the century, 
uh, eye problems were very common, but uh, uh, eye corrections were not. Uh, so a lot of guys went through their whole life. They didn't realize they had, you know, they had uh, 700% nearsightedness. And uh, they thought the world was that gray blur out there. And so a guy could be a very realistic painter, and he's turning out, you know, these incredible impressionistic stuff, and he wonders why they're throwing them out of the museums all the time. <laughs> and, you know, there's a certain kind of eye problem that can produce a specific... Uh, almost a specific vision that looks almost exactly like some of the early Picassos. You know, three noses and all that. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, you could very well stumble into something, friends. So don't be so sure that uh, you're not... Uh, you could be having your own moving art gallery constantly. Of course, the one thing is, when you have those problems, you have trouble fielding a ball. That's for damn sure. I can tell you. Oh, yeah. Listen... Uh, but uh, um, you, you, if you're not going to do any fielding uh, in, you know, in the foreseeable future, although you may have to ultimately, yeah, you got to keep going to your right, buddy. you got to know how to move to your left fast. And if you can't turn the double play, you might as well turn your glove in. Oh, sooner or later, something, you'll do something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, while we're on the subject of Miss Claus, I'm I'm glad to see that that's all. I wonder if the uh, the dwarfs have finally unionized. You know, uh, those poor little guys up there uh, for years. Uh, it was it was a benevolent dictatorship, you know, up at uh, up at the North Pole. You understand that? And uh, and uh, they uh, they worked night and day in the toy scene there. And uh, well, I'm you know I'm I I just I've often wondered about that. I I, I come you know from a family that. Uh, as a matter of fact, there were certain people in my neighborhood that were enrolled already before they were even born. It was prenatal. They were already enrolled in the union. You know, like uh, uh, like uh, in, in uh, certain affluent families will enroll their kid in uh, Eton or uh, they'll enroll him in Yale or Harvard before he's even born. You know, the minute the kid, uh, pre- you know, the, the minute the tests come back positive, the old man sends in the application. You, you've seen that scene? Well, uh in, in certain unions, that's also true. Oh, yes, I can name one or two unions right here in town. You cannot get into the union unless you ha- can prove actively that there have been seven generations of your family not only in that union, but union officers. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about voting union members. And uh, and so at the time the tests come back positive, you know, Aki gets on the phone, you know, he says, hello, is this local 1010? And... Uh, the voice comes like, yeah, what do you want? He says, oh, look, I'm going to have a kid. It looks like it's going to be in October, yeah. I want him on a roll. I'm going to call him uh, Howie. And they say, Howie, you know, it's going to be a boy. It'll be a boy, let me tell you that. And, uh, you know, that's the way it goes in the world of Archie Bunker. Uh, do you have another goodie in there, Barney? Please. Emerson Park Close of 61 West 23rd Street in New York says, The purpose of this commercial is to sell you a new suit a sport coat, a cashmere overcoat, some slacks. The only way you'll know about Gramercy Park is for us to buy this radio time and tell you our story. After 78 years of making men's clothing, Gramercy Park began selling direct to the public. Soon Gramercy Park became the place for a certain type of man to go for his clothes. What kind of man? Well, he wears better clothes, but he watches his money very carefully when he buys, especially now. So if you're not a snob about fancy stores and fancy labels, Gramercy Park will show you some brand new men's suits and coats 
that are a lot better looking than you thought you could get at these prices. Open to 7, Saturday to 6, and on Sunday from 10 to 5. That's Gramercy Park Close. The address is 61 West 23rd Street, New York. The Italian Alps have the longest ski runs, the sunniest mountains, and the best ski conditions in Europe. In other words, Alitalia's Italy is all you ever dreamed of for a ski vacation. And more. Alitalia's Italy is Madonna di Campiglio, where the World Cup will be held this year, and where you can ski on 60 miles of runs without repeating the same run twice. It's where crack ski instructors can make you a better skier in a week, and where the elite of Europe have been gathering for years. Nearby is Monte Bondone, where advanced skiers will find the challenge they've been searching for. And Cavalese, where snow conditions are always perfect. Madonna di Campiglio, Monte Bondone, and Cavalese, all in the Trentino region of the Dolomites. Alitalia can get you there with more non-stop flights from the United States to Milan than any other airline. For free assistance, call an expert, your travel agent, or call Alitalia and come to Alitalia's Italy, where you get all you ever dreamed of and more. The Alpha, to me, is just a beautiful, sexy machine. I just get turned on every time I get in there. In Greenwich, Connecticut, I'm Lee Hunt, talking to Alfa Romeo owners across the country. Michael Chandler. Oh, not purely a, a sports car. I, I think the Alpha is a type of car that it's flexible. I feel it's very elegant, and I feel it's very sporty. Uh, and I enjoy going around in jeans in it, and I enjoy being in a tuxedo in it. You know, I don't feel uh, out of place in either way with it. It's absolutely super. I love it. I wouldn't get rid of it for anything. When I first got my Alpha, I did uh, have four friends within a period of one month go out and buy Alphas. The Alfa Romeo affair is very long-lasting. Berlina four-door, GTV coupe, Spider convertible. $5,700 to $6,800 POE. Mm, oh, yes, delicioso. To test the new Alfa Romeo, check the yellow pages, pejasos, for the location of your nearest Alfa Romeo, the Lerino. It's very good. The car show you don't mind if I call it. This is WOR in New York. And uh, before we return to uh, reality, uh, we have a few more commercials. Now hang in there, because we are going to do a show tonight. You just uh, you just wait. Uh, it'll be worth your time. And uh, while we're, because uh, of course that's what we're doing here, selling time. And we have a little bit that's been sold. Monarch Brokerage Limited, representing Countrywide Insurance Company of New York, announces no fault rates if you're single between the ages of 18 and 25 and driving at least a year. Now, here are some of the rates. Among others, I'm not going to read all of them. It'll take me 15, 20 minutes. But here's Manhattan, for example. Now, I happen to know, because I live in Manhattan, 217 bucks, And uh, all the other uh, various boroughs are low, just like that. For example, North Bronx, 194 There is no charge for accidents or tickets if acceptable to the company. And these rates include driver's ed discounts. So find out about this insurance. At least you can save on insurance these days. Call Monarch tomorrow. They're open uh, for, for phone calls between 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. Area 212, that's New York, and the number is 961-6333. That's 961-6333, okay? And uh, you may be able to, uh, to save a couple of bucks. Also, check Monarch for motorcycle rates. The number, again, in case you've got a potato stuck in each ear, is 961-6333, okay? Yeah, you can remember that. What the heck? Repeated 40, 45 times. You ought to remember it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's what the name of the game is, friends. 
You wonder what the name of the game is, huh? Did you know that there is a new game? There is a new game out there. You've seen these games that are all, all attempting to compete with Monopoly, you know? They have a new game called Fraud. And, uh, yeah, and you play fraud every night with your friends, see? And you, you, you bollocks up your tax statements and you, you fake testimony. Yeah, it's really a fun game, you know? And, and it's almost like uh, some of these others. You know, you, you shake the dice and the dice are loaded, right, for starters, see? And the whole... <laughs> you like that, huh? Oh, Shepard's mind never stops. And when you roll a dice, of course, the whole point is is to get your friend to roll the, the, the loaded dice. You roll a good one, see? And the cards are marked, uh, and uh, oh, everything works in this game. And uh, it's played with a tape recorder too. And yes, and uh, and uh, you you pick up these little cards. You know the cards used to say, uh, "You are fine, two hundred dollars. Go back to go." You know those kinds. Now they say when you pick up, it says, uh, "Clip out one and a half crucial minutes of your tape." Uh, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff, or erase real three. Move to to <laughs> move to the tombs. But uh, nevertheless, uh, this is a great game. Fraud. I like that one. It's kind of good. Uh, you want to hear some of the other games that Shepard has just recently patented? Got some goodies. What's that? Don't you know? There's one called Scoop. And uh, yes, this is the new uh, media game in which uh, each guy rolls dice in the beginning to decide who's going to be Walter Cronkite, who's going to be John Chancellor, and uh, if you roll, and you know, you get the right number, you can be Eric Severide. And, uh, yeah, well, see, the difference between Severide and Cronkite in this game is is that you only have a turn once every three turns. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a kind of complicated game. It's good. And you wear these wigs, see. You get a Cronkite wig, you get a Chancellor wig, and uh, it's kind of nice, you know. And then, of course, uh, as you roll, see, if you roll the, the wrong series of numbers, you know, you roll this number, see, and you pick up the card, it says, your rating has dropped seven points. You're replaced, you're replaced by Bill Butel. And, of course, that's the guy who rolled the, you know, he was, he was the wild card player. He is immediately inserted in there. It says, uh, your ratings are running seventh. You roll it again, it says, move to ABC. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh, there's the game Shepherd's uh, new game called Guest. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, where uh, you can roll again, you roll the dice. You see, you have to, to start the game. You roll the dice to decide whether you're going to be Merv Griffin, whether you're going to be Johnny Carson, or whether you're going to be Dick Cavett. Now, uh, that's a very good game because the first roll of the dice, it says, uh, you roll a dice. Say, it says, uh, your guest tonight is Howard Cosell. It says, uh, tape your mouth shut. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, or else uh, you have, uh, you, uh, if you roll the Johnny Carson thing, see, you roll the dice, it says, take a vacation, Ed McMahon substitutes. And at that point, the substitute player plays. And uh, then when you come back from your vacation, eight or nine, 15, 20 turns later, you go in, you know, and then you roll the dice, you can see, you are again Johnny Carson, interviews Yaja Gabor, move three spaces. And that's very exciting. You like these new games? They're much better than the old games, you know. I mean, they're relevant, or as we say in the trade, relevant. Right, based on a cosmetic of the same name. Would you please uh, hit the button again, please? Shopping for HERS potato chips and snack foods is a family affair. Because HERS has something for everyone. Potato chips, pretzels, corn chips. Everybody finds a favorite. HERS potato chips taste good because they're made the natural way. There's not a single preservative in them. This is the way you'll find them in your store. 
country fresh. And hers are packaged to stay that way when you get them home. Hers, good things from the country. I'm Fran Allison. On nights when you have trouble falling asleep, what are some of the things you do to help? Well, I sleep with my head at the other end of the bed. Sometimes that helps. I eat. <laughs> I do relaxing exercises, starting with my toes, and I'm usually asleep before I reach my shoulders. On those occasional nights when you have trouble falling asleep, and exercise and counting sheep just don't seem to work, try Compose. Compose simply relaxes and unwinds you, so your body is able to fall asleep more easily. Of course, by falling asleep more easily, you're going to feel better the next morning. So take Compose on those occasional nights when you have trouble sleeping. If you're not satisfied in any way with Compose, mail Compose the box top and they'll send you double your money back. Remember, the more easily you fall asleep, the better you feel the next morning. Compose. Use only as directed. It's guaranteed. Dodge is right on target. With great buys. See the friendly Dodge boys. They're good guys. For 75, there's been a big change in Charger. It's a whole new car dedicated to handsome styling and quiet personal comfort. Dodge Charger Special Edition. You just have to see it at the Dodge Boys. Dodge is right on target. With great buys. See the friendly Dodge Boys. They're good guys. Our new Dodge Charger Special Edition is a personal car for the discriminating driver. Luxurious without being pretentious. The Dodge Boys think it's your kind of car. Come drive one now. See the friendly Dodge Boys. Yeah, I like good guys. Manhattan Dodge, Manhattan, and Holman Motor Sales in colorful Floral Park. Plunk. That was nice. Oh, that was really good. Good guys, right? Right. Right. I have to admit, though, I'm seriously one of the bad guys. No, no, no. That's Shepard. It's your ego getting in the way again. It takes a certain amount of ego to become a good guy today. A good guy uh, takes not only an ego. In many cases, it takes a... It takes a pretty good organization behind you. You can't, uh, you can't just mess around and be a good guy or a bad guy anymore unless, you know, it's organized. You agree? I mean, you know, a lot of people just think you're a plain ordinary kook if you, if you start doing good things. I mean, they, they will. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's true. The most suspicious act of all in, in any given society is the act of charity. Did you know that? I mean, if you if you come to your friend, and, uh, and you know you see this guy, he's down on his uppers, you know, and he's kind of walking around, his shoes are squeaking, you know, and you feel kind of sorry for him. So you go up and you say, uh, "Listen, Clarence, I'm going to lay twenty on you. Here, take this twenty. <laughs> I'll tell you, friends, you don't think he's going to take the twenty and say, "Thank you, Barney," do you? He's going to say, "What's what 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 are you are you putting me on?" You say, "No, no, 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 just a minute now." I, because of, well, certain uh, certain benevolent attitudes I have and uh, certain feelings of love for my fellow man, I am going to lay $20 on you, Charlie. Uh, the way your shoes have been squeaking lately, everybody around here has been, you know, I, I don't want to get personal with you, but here's 20 bucks. No strings attached. No strings. Just take the 20. Go on. Have fun. Buy a pair of shoes. What the hell? I mean, you know, I mean, if, if you don't want to get shoes, go ahead and get new heels. Go on. Go on, and, and buy yourself a... Go ahead, buy yourself a package of, of White Owl cigars. Go all the way. What the hell? 
And uh, you wait and see what would happen. In fact, I know of a case, uh, and I, I'm going to... Give me a little mood music there, please. A little mood music. That's right. Sneak it in there on it. Just a little music. That's what we need. That's exactly what I was looking for. I'm going to tell you a sad story, friends, about how you can't get away with a gratuitous act of charity in this day. In fact, you never really could. I mean, why do you think that... Well, you know, let's go back into religious figures of the past. The religious figures that have all been nailed to various crosses and burned at stakes have been ones that tried to help their fellow man. Oh, well, you, you, you rarely ever hear a Shylock get nailed to a cross. No way. In fact, he does the nailing often, you know. He's out there with the hammer, and he's ordering more nails. So the only thing I can say to you, friends, be careful. If you find yourself becoming charitable, you're liable to get yourself in a lot of trouble. Now I'll tell you a little story. All right. There was this, uh, and this is a true story, by the way. I, I, only the names have been altered. You have to alter the names because if you don't, anybody that's accused of uh, gratuitous charity is liable to get himself in a peck of trouble, friends. I love that phrase, peck. <laughs> Peck and peck and peck, quoting uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald there. But uh, nevertheless, uh, there was this lady working in the store. And she was, you know, she was a new clerk in the store, and she was working down in the in the uh, hardware electrical notions department. You know, down in the basement, one of these stores. And and another lady came over and was looking at the, you know, looking at the switches as a matter. They were switches, you know, switch for the for the house. See. And the lady's looking at the switches, and the switches cost, say, 29 cents. And uh, she says, gee, I'd like one of the switches. And at that point, she gave the lady a switch. Uh, the, the clerk says, here, I'll buy the switch. And uh, with that, she says, oh, gee, was, I've only got a $50 bill in my pocket. Yeah, that's uh, You can reset that, Barney, please. Apparently, that, that's it. Just keep it there behind me. This is very important. Don't, no, don't, don't do away with the mood music, please. And so the lady said, behind the counter, now you're following the story, the lady says, oh, she said, uh, well, all right, I'll get change for the $50 bill. Uh, I'll have to get uh, Mr. Grubbage to okay it, though. You know, that's a big bill. At which point the lady says, oh, gee whiz, I'm on my lunch hour, and, and I just can't wait. So the lady behind the counter says, oh, well, look, I'll tell you, I'll pay for the switch myself. She says, you know, she felt sorry. She saw the lady there a lot. She knew she'd come in. She says, I'll pay for the switch myself. I'll give, I'll put 29 cents in the cash register, and then you can pay me when you come back. Well, five minutes passed, and suddenly three detectives surrounded this lady behind the cash register. The lady to whom she had done this nice deed thought this was so unbelievably suspicious that she went to see the manager and says, that lady is doing something very bad down there. Do you know that she gave me a switch and said she'd pay for it herself and I want you to go and see what she's doing. I'll never come in this store again if I'm treated like that. Who does she think she's talking to? I'm a lady. Well, at that point, the detectives came out. They took her down to the station. They grilled her for over an hour and a half before she could actually prove she had put the 29 cents in there. Innocent, they let her go the next week. They don't want any coops working there in their store. So, friends, there's only one thing you can learn from that, right? Change. Put zippers in your pockets, put locks on the zippers, and get a mean look. And you'll be considered just one of the people. La, ta, ta, ta. And that's what you want to be, just one of the walking around people, right? La, ta, ta, just don't give him, I say don't give him nothing. Don't give him the sweat off nothing, friends. Just keep walking around and grabbing all you can. 
One of my favorite musicals, Pork Chops, First Cut Shoulder Loin, Pound, 89 cents at Shopwell. At Shopwell, at Shopwell. Carolina is New York's number one rice because all those fine long grains cook up so moist and fluffy. That means Carolina tastes perfect, and so will everything you serve with it. Give your family the number one rice in New York. Give them Carolina. New York's number one. Carolina has something different for rice mix lovers. Flavored rice dishes. Introducing Carolina's Bake It Easy. Four great new flavored rice dishes that cook up steamy moist every time because you bake them in your oven. There's no mess because new Bake It Easy bakes in its own steamer tray in just 15 minutes. Try all four flavors of new Bake It Easy. You'll love them because they're new from... How much does this new car cost? All right, including wipe-off? Oh, uh, tinted glass? Reclining buckets? Disc brakes? Well, how about electric rear window The true cost of a new car is what you pay for it the way you want it, not stripped. The Datsun 610 Luxury Economy Car comes with all those extras standard, things other cars charge extra for. Plus, full carpeting, electric clock, center console box, and lots more. The Datsun 610 delivers great gas mileage, low maintenance, and high resale value, too. Take a test drive in a Datsun 610 four-door sedan, two-door hardtop, or five-door wagon. Compare costs. True costs. You'll discover the Datsun 610 is a bigger bargain than you thought. Yeah, get to know that uh, good old friendly Dotson. Go to one of the 56 Dotson dealers in New York, New Jersey, or Fairfield County area. If you do all the stuff they suggest on these commercials, you're going to be a mighty busy person. Running around making phone calls, you know, knock knocking for Knickerbocker, doing all that kind of stuff. You just got to keep going, right? Oh, there's all kinds of commercials, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, one of the best commercials I, I've heard recently, and I was, I was driving along in the dark at night. Some commercials really get you at, at a very... Uh, at a very vulnerable time, you know. That's that's the essence of a good commercial. Is get you when you're really, you know, when you're really weak, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, I'm driving along, saying it's dark and the rain is coming down, and uh, all around me is the mysterious, uh, strange, enigmatic woodlands, and the native and and I might also add the fauna and flora of uh, life of. Uh, of mysterious New Jersey. This, uh, this is, uh, in many cases, uh, if, you, if you look at it just the right way, it's, a, it's an enigmatic state. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, you can understand Wyoming when you're there, you know, just nothing. In Wyoming, you just look around, you see all those weeds and mountains, you know where Wyoming stands. But you drive along Route 22, and this is a state of total enigmatic, mysterious... Uh, when, that, when that flagship comes out of the fog coming right at you, you know that you're in a place that has wild visions at night, really. And, uh, you know, you just pass the flagship at night with the rain coming down. You see that ship out there sailing endlessly. It's, uh, it's you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, well, almost like uh, the Flying Dutchman. You know who the Flying Dutchman was, don't you? Oh, did you remember his commercials? They were great. He used to come out and use cars in the Bronx. Flying Dutchman. Sailing endlessly through the Sargasso Sea, looking for an honest man, ready to give you credit any hour of the day or night. You remember him. The Flying Dutchman, sure. He came out, used to come out with the wings, flying to the commercial air in the screen there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, driving along, see, the other night, and uh, I got this uh, radio, see. It's, uh, every car has a radio, you know. This, uh, but I've got, a, I've got a radio, see, that uh, I, I fixed it this way myself. See, I love surrealism. Realism just uh, bores the hell out of me. And I've got a, a radio that automatically wanders across the dial, just keeps picking stations at random. Then it moves on when it gets bored, see? And it just keeps picking stuff up. And uh, all of a sudden, out of the darkness, I hear this voice. It had a kind of an accent, and it was uh, coming from some far distant station. And there was a little echo on it. And the guy kept saying, If you, if are, you feeling, are feeling, not too much, Barney, that's it, just a little edge there. If you are feeling depressed, if you have unhappiness, if you feel that your financial security is not what it should be, send your name and address to our vast computerized prayer service, and we will send a computerized prayer that will be obeyed instantly. We have a letter here from one of our satisfied people who have written to us and it said, Dear Reverend, within hours after I mailed my letter to you, I was informed that I had won the Vermont lottery and had won $35 in that lottery and I want to thank you and God bless you, Reverend, for your help in me winning that lottery. And so if you too feel that you are not properly living the life that you should be living financially, spiritually, psychologically, and sexually, we say send your name and address immediately to Computerized Prayer, Box 422, Zion, that's Z-I-O-N, Mount Olive. Mount Ararat, Tennessee. Send your name and address now. I repeat that address again. Your name and address to Mount Zion. Now send it to this following address. Well, my radio immediately skittered off that dial there and went off on in search of something else there. And I got the, as a matter of fact, ironically enough, I got the late, the late results from Roosevelt Raceway. Just like that. And the radio went on down the dial, and I was picking up all kinds of stuff before the night was out. And I kept thinking about that reverend who was, who's got that computerized prayer service. And I thought, you know, there's, there's something to that. After all, let's face it, the, the God of our time is the computer. Why not, you know, why not a computerized prayer service? God, you know, gods recognize one another, don't they? Bring that up there, please. The Battle of New Orleans. I want to set in with the band here, if I may. Thank <laughs> you. 
Here, Barney, hold it. That's enough. That's enough. Don't want to worry all those kind folks out there, do we? No, sir. <laughs> you got to admit, I can do them pretty good, don't you? Sounds just like him. Well, you got to come up through that road before you can actually do it. And, uh, I, I, you know, I... I don't uh, like to tell any... Uh, although, I must say, uh, you know, telling tales out of... Out of uh, actually, you can't tell tales out of school. I got a letter from a guy the other day in a school there. And he said, to Shepard, I'm writing a, a book report. And uh, he said, I'm writing a book report on, on the Ferrari in the bedroom. And, uh, yes, that's a book that I wrote. Uh, you don't know it, Barney, because you've given up reading, too, ever since you got the TV set. And... Uh, it says, uh, I've, I've read this book, and it says, I enjoyed it very much, and, and uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions. And then he proceeded to ask me some very leading questions. He says, how is it that in most schools today, very little reading is done unless it's done for a book report or it's done for uh, a class assignment? He says, no reading is done. And he says, uh, there's no, uh, no writing whatsoever being done. He says, if you've seen the comedy or humor writing that's appearing in most college newspapers these days, you would realize that humor writing has fallen to a new low. Well, of course, I think too many of you kids were influenced by Don Rickles at an early age. That kind of humor writing is uh, somewhat limited, you know, like, you bum, you! You know, that kind of stuff. It's really not humor writing. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to answer him when uh, that question came up. Which uh, leads me to another thing, uh, and, I, and I want to get this out of the way here before I go any further. There's been all kinds of letters recently from people uh, about suddenly, again, they go in waves. I notice that uh, communications go in waves. I don't know why, but they do. And uh, people seem to think that authors know where their books can be purchased. I don't know why, I mean, this is true, but they do. They seem to think if they write to Norman Mailer, say, he can tell them where he can, <laughs> you know, they can get this copy of this book. You know that authors get those all the time? No matter who they are, authors get letters from uh, readers or would-be readers who write from all kinds of strange places and say, uh, how come I can't get your book at the local drugstore? Well, of course, the most obvious answer is usually that they only carry TV Guide at that drugstore and a couple of sex manuals, you know, that's about it. The local bookstore today has given up books. What it does is sell Snoopy sweatshirts. Uh, that's called literature. <laughs> it really is. So, uh, and, and LPs, Elton John LPs, you know, that's what it handles. That's uh, called culture. But uh, now, uh, uh, the answer to that, oh, the only way I can answer that is that if you're looking for a copy of a very difficult book to get, incidentally, is uh, is Ferrari in a bedroom. In the bedroom, Ferrari in the bedroom. Uh, write to Dodd Mead, they're the publisher, and they can tell you where you know you can get it. Don't write to me, uh, Dodd Mead. Now, if you're looking for, uh, for example, uh, In God We Trust, it's still being published by paperback. By, by actually, the 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 title is Dolphin. Write to Doubleday, uh, Dolphin Press Division, and ask them where they can get it. They'll let you know. Either that or they won't answer at all, which is more pro more common among publishers. Now, if you, if you, uh, you know, I can't answer it any better than that. I, incidentally, uh, to show you how curious this uh, this book thing is, this is not a commercial. A lot of people are going to say, well, you know, plugging. No, I'm not plugging my books. No way. Because this, uh, this is a question that constantly is, is coming up and there's no way to answer it except by this method. Incidentally, to show you how totally, uh, I suppose you might say, uh, spotty it is. Would you believe it or not, I just talked to a guy three days ago 
who picked up a copy of Ferrari in the Bedroom and In God We Trust and Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories. Picked up all three books. Where did he pick them up? You would never believe it. In the bookstore in San Domingo. That's Guatemala, isn't it? No, it isn't Guatemala. Latin America, is it? Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Or is it the San Domingo? That's a country itself. Huh? Guatemala, sure. San Domingo, that's where he was. Anyway, that, that, and, and in the same mail, then this guy, he picked up these things down here. See, this is just last week. In the same mail, I got a letter from a guy who says, I live in North Bergen. <laughs> New Jersey, right over the river here. And say, he's like, going to every bookstore in town, and they don't have, you know, on it goes. So how can you figure that? Now, now I'll tell you another one. One night, I, I landed in a plane in a, in a heavy fog and rainstorms, a bad night, in Athens, in Athens. Now, I went into the airport. Where the, the plane was on its way to somewhere else, as a matter of fact. It was on its way uh, further east. It was, In fact, I was on my way that night to Tehran. How's that for a nice place to be going? And and the plane stopped. We had a 20-minute layover, and the stewardess came through and says, you can go into the airport. And so I walk into the airport, and, oh, was, you know, nothing is more discouraging than a, than an airport than, uh, in uh, way out somewhere in the far reaches of civilization. Not that the Athens is, but, uh, you know, everything is closed. It's kind of dark, and uh, people are sort of sitting around, and it's, it's depressing, really and uh, waiting for planes to strange places like Prague. And, yeah, they were all, all kinds of strange places when you go into these airports. And uh, there was only one little place open. Uh, this guy was selling some kind of mysterious juice, and he was selling uh, fake plastic Greek urns. <laughs> so, you know, at, at T-shirts, it said, I've been to Athens. So uh, I wandered back there, and the first thing that happened, there's about five books in English on the, on the shelves there. He had a book all kinds of paperbacks of all sorts of languages. There was about five English ones, and what do you think was right there in the front? Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories. I'll guarantee you, you can't get it in, uh, in uh, Times Square. <laughs> you know, 20 feet from here. So, who, who can understand? If you can understand publishing, friends, you can seriously understand the deep, secret inner meaning of the universe. You ought to set yourself up, you know, as some kind of seer. I don't know, you know. <laughs> so how can you answer those questions? Bring it up there, Barney, please. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I've been looking for that guy ever since. You know, the one who had the commercial about the computerized prayer service. Because uh, when you're in showbiz, you, you, you have to use every tool you can get, you know. And uh, a friend of mine called up the other day, and he says, Shepard, he says, it's really getting bad over here at this place. It's a you know, TV channel. I says, listen, I know a computerized prayer service. He says, great, I don't have time to do any of it. My I said, well, this is a computer that does it for you. And I forgot the address, damn it. I mean, you know, that's maybe a sign itself. This is WOR New York. Stay tuned for In Conversation.